Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning. This is Heather Caro. And this is Linda Baldwin. She's my mom, guys. Mom <laughs> and I are on the air this morning. We're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thanks for joining me today, Mom. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's, fun, it's fun to be on the show instead of just having the show from here and listening what's going on. I know. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. you get the back seat along with everyone else. So. Yeah. Let's start our day with a good little prayer, shall we? In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Good morning, God. You are ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I am to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday, and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in your way. But Lord, I am well aware I cannot make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I cannot walk alone. Amen. Amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. So we've got a, an exciting show this morning just because Mom and I are on it. Yay! So <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone, but <laughs> you get us this morning, and we've got great guests lined up. We've been talking with our first guest, Luke Russell, who's been sitting here with us for the last half hour. Great to get to know you, Luke. Thank you for joining us today. And you well. This has been awesome. Yeah, we've had a great time already, and the show's just getting started. So we're here to talk about a really interesting mission that you are a part of, Luke. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the mission. Okay. Uh, my name is Luke Russell. I live in Pipestone, Minnesota, and I'm married to Amanda, and we have two beautiful daughters uh, who are 10 and 7. And um, I've been working with Hope Haven for about three years now. Hope Haven, beautiful. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what Hope Haven is and what they do. Okay, well, Hope Haven originally started in 1954 in Rock Valley, Iowa. It's a school for the disabled. And through the years, that morphed into homes for disabled people, and they have services and care for those. And um, in 1994, one of the advisory board members went to the Dominican Republic. And when he was there, um, every day he saw a little girl um, put by a tree on the side of the road, and then her parents would go off into the field. And then they would come back at the end of the day and get her. But every single day this little girl was there, and she, she couldn't move. And he came back to Hope Haven, and he said, what are you going to do about it? And so th she was set by the tree because she was too little to walk, or how old was she? Do you think around ten? She was disabled. Okay. Um, she was disabled. yes, crippled at the time. So, um, so he came back and he said, "What are you going to do about it?" So the COO and he purchased two wheelchairs and they flew back to the Dominican Republic. Oh, wow. And unfortunately, they could not find this little girl, but the need was everywhere. I mean, they, they were able to give the wheelchairs away right away. And just looking around, they said, we have to do something. Yeah. Well, and wow. you think about that. Okay. So her parents would pick her up and carry her to work, basically, and set her by a tree. And that was her life. 
Oh my gosh. Every day, day in, day out, sitting by a tree. So then third world countries, what a lot of, I would think the ways that they make money, you have to be able to be transported. So talk a little bit about that part. Okay. Well, unfortunately, most of the world, um, if you're disabled, you're viewed as cursed. You know, you are looked down upon, your family is looked down upon. Um, so many people give up these children because they are viewed as cursed. And from the Bible, we know that Jesus came for the least of us. He came and he, he went to the sinners and the disabled and he healed people. And for these people, um, you know, I, a lot of them don't get to get out of bed every day. They stay in the same room every single day or their parents carry them or they crawl on the ground and that's just the reality um as far as stats the world health organization says there's 70 million people that need a wheelchair in the world and five to 15 percent of them have one so best case scenario 59 and a half million people need one and of that 59 million of them are in third world countries so the need is incredible i mean It is. And it's something you'd never think about. Oh, no, never crossed my mind, ever. Yeah. yeah. So then if by providing these a wheelchair for somebody who might need it, what opportunities open up to them? Well, it's, it's amazing. I'll tell a little story. Um, there's a boy in Guatemala, and he lived up in the mountains, and every day this teacher would walk by him, and he'd say, teacher, teacher, I want to go to school. And... She, she wasn't strong enough. I mean, it was two miles each way. So eventually, one of our partners um, got in touch with a teacher, and they drove him six hours to a shop. And they sat him. Um, they fitted him for the correct wheelchair. The, the big thing that we want to do is we want to give the right wheelchair for mm-hmm. the right person mm-hmm. so that we are truly blessing them. And while they were, while they were examining him, they found that he had um, basically corn cobs embedded in his knees because he was pushing off in the same spot every single day. And he, they were both infected, and he couldn't feel it, and it would have killed him. So they gave him medicine as well as the wheelchair, and he gets to go to school now. Oh. And that's the, that's the same thing um, for all these people because if, if you have a wheelchair, you have the chance for employment. You have the chance to go to functions and be part of society. And not only that, um, when we go and we show the love of Jesus to these people, as I said, most of them are viewed as cursed. And for some reason, when they see Americans coming and showing love to someone, it makes them more accepted in their society. Really? Yes. Wow. It's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Beautiful. So... You guys take trips, Hope Haven. You take trips to third world countries just to provide wheelchairs. Is that correct? Yes. So in this life of COVID, how has that impacted you? It's been a tough year. It really has. Um, So many of our partners last March, uh, they can't go to the countries they normally do. So suddenly most of our orders just went away. Um, But that's been a blessing as well because with the partners that we've had, that couldn't go, that made us get out of our box. You know, it made us get out of our bubble and, and just reach out to people all over. We just scoured the internet and called people randomly and went through all of our records and called people from 20 years ago. And our, our uh, network has been greatly expanded. So God's used it as a blessing, 
even though, like I said, this year's been tough. Things are picking up. It's It's been great the last two, three months, but yeah, there, it was a long year. Wow. So how do you find people in need? How do you go about that? Well, we have uh, lots of partners throughout the world, and um, we try to also partner with local churches everywhere we go. So they are going into people's homes. They see these kids that can't go anywhere. And um, so basically a partner will come up with a sponsorship for wheelchairs and then we will, um, they'll have connections there or we will, and we'll put out the word and we just get so many applications when that happens. Wow. Well, and I, it's interesting because I was just watching a documentary the other day about the United States um, and in the seventies when they were fighting for ramps and things like that for the handicapped. And so then you go to third world countries and you think, but they don't even have the wheelchairs Mm -hmm. to go up these ramps. So they're still probably inhibited from doing everything that they would want to do. But the mere fact that they just don't even have the wheels. Well, and it's amazing when you travel in Europe and other places how we're so used to everything is handicap accessible. You just expect it. And then you get someplace and you're like, the bathroom is where, and you have to, you know, a healthy person can hardly traverse the stairs or whatever. And I can't imagine if you had a disability how you'd get around. So we are totally spoiled in, in the U.S. with handicap accessible compared to other places. Where do you get your wheelchairs? Well, um, we at, we have a uh, donor in Kansas City, Randy Horn, Pastor Randy Horn, who's been just wonderful to us. And there's also a connection in California and just from many other places. Um, there's a, a te- Texas in uh, the Lutheran Spring Church. Um, they give us a bunch of chairs and just random people bringing in wheelchairs uh, throughout the U.S. Well, because, I mean... I think about all, is it just wheelchairs or do you take walkers? Do you take other things or is it just wheelchairs? We do. We also, um, crutches, canes, walkers, commodes, shower chairs. Uh, we send catheters, uh, bandages and diapers as well. Those are basically the things that we're allowed to ship because of shipping regulations. Um, so, because as you said, the medical, medical supplies, if we don't give it, they don't they can't get it. There's Even if they have money, which they do not, there's just no medical supplies. And here in the U.S., when a wheelchair is done, they throw it in the dump. Yeah. So we try to refurbish as many as we can. And also we make a pediatric wheelchair that is ISO 7176 certified. Which means nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> My eyes cross. <laughs> well, we, need, we need that to get into so we can send it to Africa and such. Yes. Oh. So what kind of countries, where are you sending these? Like We've sent 130,000 wheelchairs so far um, to 109 countries. So pretty much anywhere you can think of. Uh, we've been. Wow. Well, and I'm just thinking, Mom, about our garage. <laughs> I'm like, we need to get out there. And give you some wheelchairs and, and, and some walkers, walkers and wheelchairs crutches. and crutches. I mean, because everybody, I mean, how many of your children have broken a leg, you know? And so how is it to ship? Mom was talking about shipping before we got on the air, about shipping things for the store. How is it to ship these things? It's a challenge a lot of places. You know, when we have consistent partners, it makes it a lot easier because we've done the same paperwork year after year after year. Um, mm-hmm. Africa is very hard. They have very strict regulations. Um, it's always a challenge, but, you know, we're helping people, so it makes it worth it. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Luke Russell. He works for Hope Haven. Um, it's an international ministries that helps the third world countries get wheelchairs and walkers and uh, crutches and things for those that can't get around helps them to get around. So how did you first get involved with Hope Haven? Well, my wife has actually worked for Hope Haven for about 14 years now. So for years, I watched her work for this Christian company that acts Christian, you know, which is a rarity. Yeah. I watched the, the um, board make decisions that were great for their employees, and I watched the leadership actually lead in a Christian manner. And one day I came home, and my wife said, um, would you be interested in this position? And the first thing it said in the job description is to spread the gospel. And I, I've been praying about a new job for a while. I'd worked in accounting for, for years and years. And I just, I felt like, wow, this is a calling. Yeah. And um, from there it started. And I, it's just a huge blessing to actually be able to help people, to tell people about Jesus, and to truly make a difference in life. Beautiful. Well, folks, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, we're going to have more with Luke Russell, and he's uh, going to tell us about how maybe some of us here in South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, and Wyoming can help Hope Haven and how we can be a part of this great mission. So stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live in just a minute. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. In this world of suffering and pain, we've all experienced loss, especially the death of someone we love, and it's never harder than it is with suicide. In our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and for You, we want to be able to help you. We know that the pain and suffering is great, but we also know that we, we can get through it. So please visit suicideandhope.com to learn more. Thank you. You're listening to Real Presence Live. 
Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we're broadcasting this morning from the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We've been having a really interesting conversation with Luke Russell. Um, We've also been fighting mom to keep her in her chair and not go to work. During the break. It worked. It worked. She's still here. I almost got up. I know. I saw that. I saw that. So Luke works with Hope Haven, which is an amazing um, uh, ministry that helps people in third world countries get wheelchairs and help make them mobile. So um, how has working for this organization, you said you've been about three years? Yes. How has it impacted you? Well, um, you know, you know what to expect when you go on a trip. But I, when I went to Romania for the first time, um, we were in a little town called Iliana, which is it's really a village. It's like going back in history two hundred years, and you have all these streets that are straight up off the towns in the valley, and then the streets go straight up. And we were carrying wheelchairs to individual houses, and I went up this really steep, muddy. Um, road, trash everywhere, and filth. I mean, it, it was pretty disgusting. And we went to this one house, and this absolutely beautiful 14-year-old girl um, crawled to the door. And she saw the wheelchair, and her eyes just lit up. And she she came down off her stairs, went right into the street, through the filth and such, and um, we sat her there, her mother in here. It was so emotional. Um, just seeing that, I always, I always say when I talk about this ministry that you can see the face of God in people. And when I say that, that's exactly who I mean. I have, uh, I, I rarely take pictures on these, but I did take a picture of her because I just, you know, when you, you just have a moment in life mm-hmm. that it just touches you and you know it's the Holy Spirit and it's just, it's like, this is special. Well, that was that for me. And I knew what to expect on these trips. But to actually change people's lives, to show the love of Jesus to them, that was amazing for me. And um, most people, when they, they go on these trips, they get to have experiences like that. We have a trip going, going to Costa Rica here at the end of April. Oh, really? That's wonderful. The last time we sent a container there, uh, there were a dozen people that came to Christ. I mean, that's wow. amazing. You can go a whole lifetime talking to people about Jesus. And to have a dozen people at once, it's amazing. So the girl in Romania, she was a teenager. How did she get around before her wheelchair? Her parents carried her or she'd crawl, you know. Really? Yeah. And I mean, these, to have this wheelchair, I mean, I'm, these roads are so steep. I mean, and mostly there's not a ton of cars there in the villages. So it's mostly animals going on them. And when it rains, they're. I mean, it's a, so hard to mm-hmm. go up them. I mean, it sprinkled that day, and it was tough for me. Wow. So, I mean, just to have this that they could be pushed is amazing. Wow. Can you imagine carrying? Mm-mm. No. I can't imagine pushing the wheelchair up that hill either. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's a lot easier wow. than carrying. Wow. So, <clears throat> for those that are feeling inspired, how can we help? Well, we do need help. So thanks for that question. Um, there's many ways you can help. One, uh, we're here in Sioux Falls. We have a warehouse where we are boxing wheelchairs. We are cleaning wheelchairs. We're um, recycling the ones that we cannot use. There is so much work to be done. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we need hands. So if you have um, time, mm-hmm. we especially during the daytime, we would love to have you come and help people. Um, if you have financial means, uh, we are a sustainable ministry. Um, we make we. S- uh, have the sponsorship for our pediatric wheelchair, which is brand new. This would be a $2,500 wheelchair here in the U.S. for $275. We ask $100 for the refurbished ones when we send them, but this goes anywhere from a standard drive, which is normally $300 new, to a $30,000 wheelchair. We're just trying to send the right wheelchair to the right person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, any money coming in is is used to spread the gospel. It's amazing. Wow. Um, if you want to drive places, we have wonderful donors who really don't want people to know who they are. They give us foam. They give us Naugahyde. They give us um, supplies for the wheelchairs. They're just mm-hmm. wonderful Christian companies that really want no recognition. Mm-hmm. They give us boxes. The same company has given us boxes for the 25 years we've been in existence. It's amazing. But there, if you have any any skill set, we would be happy to use you. We um, we would love to have someone uh, with secretarial skills. Just anything would be amazing. Wow. I can see mom's wheels turning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I can go here. I can do that. I can. So you where locations. You have one in Sioux Falls. Do you have... Minnesota, any? Yes. Uh, so we basically have nine regional shops. Um, okay. We are in Volga, South Dakota, okay. uh, which is basically Brookings at this point. So we have sort of a Brookings, yeah. a Brookings uh, wood shop in Volga. Um, we are in Edgerton, Minnesota, and then a, a number of communities throughout northwest Iowa, okay. Orange City, Rock Valley, Ireton, uh, just quite a few areas in northwest Iowa. So if people want to get in touch with you on how they can maybe send wheelchairs or donate some of their time or some of their financial means, how do they get a hold of Hope Haven? Well, my name is Luke Russell. So my email, first of all, um, is l-r-u-s-s-e-l-l at hopehaven.org. So L. Russell with two S's and two L's. Please email me. Um, my phone number is 507-215-0004 or look up the hopehaven.org website. Um, I would like to say one more thing, oh, absolutely. if that's okay. So uh, we also work at the prison, and oh. um, we have an amazing um, partnership with the Department of Corrections, and uh, we have inmates that work for us for a quarter an hour, and they could get minimum wage at any other job, yet they choose to work for us to give back because oh, wow. they know they're truly helping these children all over the world. And we're also... Um, just trying to show the love of Jesus up there as well within that. So we just, everything we do, we try to make this a ministry and just show Jesus. Wow. Beautiful work. So you're going on a pilgrimage at the end of (coughs) April. Can anyone go with you? Yeah, actually, it's been really hard to get people to go. So yeah, we only have um, around five people committed right now. So we could take another five very easily. It's to Costa Rica. It's one of the best trips. We have a wonderful partner down there. Um, so yeah, that's April 28th through May 5th. And then in the future, in June, we're going to Cuba. Uh, we have wheelchairs in Vietnam that we're, um, as soon as they'll let us in, we'll be going there and, uh, Guatemala, uh, in Romania and the Ukraine this year. So, I mean, if you want to go on a trip and if you want to truly see this, um, in person, there are lots of opportunities. 
Lots of opportunities to join them. Are there trip details on the internet too? Uh, yeah, we have the trips listed there. So yes, basically, if you have interest in it, please call us. We'll go through how much it costs to go, etc. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your work and in the ministry that you do. Thank you. Thanks so wow. much for having me on. This was awesome. Yeah. And God bless. Thanks. Any last thoughts before we let you go? No, uh, just it, this is a blessing. And um, every time I come back, I'm, I'm going to Guatemala here in two weeks. Every time I come back to the U.S., I'm just overwhelmed by the wealth we have. And yeah. we're, we're supposed to share what we have, what God gives us with the least of these. So I just encourage everyone to do that. Amen. Well, thank you so much, That's Luke, beautiful. for all that you do for us. Thank you. Thank That's you. good. All right, folks, that was Luke Russell, and he works with Hope Haven. And um, if you want to check out a little bit more about Hope Haven, you can go to hopehaven.org and check out some of the mission trips that they're going on and find out ways that you can help. So I could see your wheels turning, Mom. <laughs> I know. It is so exciting to think of all the, how many places have you been that somebody has a wheelchair stacked on the edge of the garage or a walker yeah. and crutches and all that. I just think, oh, wow, get those all out to people. Who well, because one of your favorite quotes that you tell me, if I'm wearing, if I have two jackets. <laughs> and one's in the closet, one of them belongs to a poor person. Yeah. Yeah. So same, mm-hmm. same concept. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a break a little bit early here this morning. When we come back, Mom and I are going to talk about Holy Week. Are you ready for that? Oh, I love Holy Week. Yes, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a quick break. This is Heather Caro, and I'm broadcasting and hosting with my mother, Linda Baldwin, this morning from the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We'll be back more with Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 